0: It's time to hammer. Okay. Oh my God, I gotta really try hard.
1: Yeah. Shut it hard. Mm-hmm. Somehow it's the best. The yeah. I am
2: hey kiddies, welcome to another episode of After the Credits. And I am Sean. With me tonight is Chris. Say, yeah. say hi, Chris.
1: Say say hi to the nice people, Chris. Uh, Matt. Hello, <laughs> Vince.
2: Vince, Vince came with us tonight. Oh, what happened there?
0: <laughs>
2: oh, awesome!
1: <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> yes. That's the uh, that's the that's the insight that I was hoping for.
2: This is gonna be a good you, episode.
1: You got a whole case of it. You you failed to mention. <laughs> And you but you'll also lead, be you'll immortal lead a, you'll lead a curse life though uh,
2: um well okay i guess vince won't be here neither will ryan but tonight we're gonna be talking about um venom you guys remember that movie from way back weeks ago <laughs>
1: we're gonna talk about
2: it now though okay that's
1: no, fine it's still the number one movie right now so oh, is it uh, yeah. yeah it's it's doing pretty well
2: well, it met our high standards of what we talk about. We make think something has to be the number one box office three weeks in a row before we mm-hmm. consider talking about it.
1: Are you actually say, thinking that Halloween is going to dethrone Venom? I, 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 There's no chance of that happening. It's, happen. it, it's rated happen. R, right? Yeah, it's rated R. I mean, if you're a family and you got like kids and teenagers or what, like you're gonna go see Venom. That's the movie you're gonna go see. Yeah. You go see Littlefoot
2: from land before time 2 what's that Sorry is Michi <laughs> Zendaya
0: uh-huh. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well I think they're hoping it'll have staying power and it'll Really? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think I talked about it on this cast uh, previous episode about how bad the trailer looked, but it actually right. has, oh like well it has reviews better than what I thought it would be. But I haven't seen it. Maybe it's hmm. great. Maybe Channing Tatum is just a treat as a giant Yeti or a human. I don't know who he plays.
1: That's that's a true statement. Just independent of this movie. <laughs>
2: that's, that's true. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we're going to be talking about Venom, but uh, <clears throat> we just posted an episode, but, man, you weren't on that episode, so yeah. tell us what you've been reading and watching. Thinking, tell me. How'd that dreaming? episode go? It was a beautiful episode. We yeah. discussed, well, tune in. You could go listen to it right now. I, if, this I, is from the, if this is in the future.
1: We're in a time vortex. It's yes. not, it doesn't quite work that way. <laughs> um,
2: I'm it
1: was very good, confused. Good.
2: We talked about First Man. You guys... <laughs>
1: are, you, are you on board now? <laughs> That's your selling point? Okay. This is our first taste of Space 2. Yeah, probably. We'll see no, was it a
2: train wreck? Oh, yeah. he
1: was. He was very good in that, actually. There you go. Or, or, or our expectations from his him as an actor were really low. Um, which is similarly <laughs> how I feel about the movie Venom. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> Um at any rate, what have I been up to? Uh I uh what when was the last time I was on the show? We talked
2: about I think it was when we were talking about Avatar live action. Oh right. Avatar. Yeah.
1: Um okay, what have I been doing? Okay, wait. I know this one. Um <laughs> I oh, I've been playing Spider-Man. Oh, you got Spider-Man, did you? I got it. Yeah. Not like that.
0: It's yeah, the I, 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 Xbox Connect.
1: I got it uh I got it uh as a uh, birthday present from Maeve. Sweet. How you yes. liking it? Um I I think I agree with you guys for the most part. I mean I I mean it's really addictive. It's it's yeah. it's uh it's and it's also I like those kind of games cuz it's easy to pick up for a little while and do just like a couple of the dots on the map and then put yeah. it back down. Um but I would definitely I definitely think this is closer to like um infamous than it is to arkham um yeah just in i mean in, in tone and gameplay style um and it's it's unfair to compare to either of them but i'm i'm gonna anyway um i don't i don't love the uh, i don't love the combat system i don't i don't it's but at the same time I, maybe just because in batman it's more satisfying cuz it's easier and uh mm-hmm. yeah i think
0: I very yeah, yeah. combo ends, and just like Spider-Man is when you hit punch and you miss the punch right like the game punishes and basically slaps you you don't, don't play the game right and right like, sure like, you're, you're probably, you'll be in an animation and then somebody will hit you and you'll hit yourself so on and so forth unless your combo is on to zero Spider-Man's like the exact opposite You can go nuts and you're just in the yeah. air and your combo will still maintain itself for quite a bit after
1: they are, they are. I mean, I, uh, that might be just the difference in our our two gameplay styles, or just our strengths as gamers. But I, I complete opposite. I, I have died way more in this game than I was expecting to. Where in, even just like the, big, the like the first Arkham game, I just feel like, yeah, okay, you break your combo, you get slapped, whatever. For, I've always found it very easy to get back into the groove of it in any kind of battle, even if there's like. Fifty dudes. Like for the most part, there there are not that many encounters, combat wise, in any of the Batman games that really like. Oh god, I gotta keep trying it. I gotta keep doing, it, and you know, I died again. Yeah, but uh, Spider Man. I mean, I'm not that far into it, and and part of it is because I have been focusing on all the I guess you call them FedEx quests. I've been focusing on all the ma- stuff on the map. Um, one because like I get this weird anxiety when I play open world games where I don't want to go through the main story too quickly. Um. And also, because in this game in particular, because I suck at fighting so much, I am like, well, let me just go do all the menial stuff, and I'll just level up a whole bunch. So then, and and so I'm just trying to like every time, like I I'm in, I'm, in, I'm so early in the game that they haven't even unlocked all the different types of missions. Like I just recently got the uh, the Harry Osborn Science Labs stuff littered all over my map. So, but before that, I had done pretty much every uh satellite tower every satellite tower i haven't done every crime because you kind of have to find them but um but i've done every satellite tower i did all the backpacks that i could get um and uh I, oh uh the, the picture taking the the picture taking missions all that stuff and just trying to get as many unlockables and you know a, you know go up the skill tree and everything um
0: you thinking back when i
1: first started i do remember dying a little bit trying to
0: and yeah, I feel like the game kind of is not entirely balanced mm-hmm. to your, the, the what they offer baseline Spider-Man. But like once you start unlocking other abilities, it just becomes like a game block. It almost becomes it's like formulaic. Right, you'll just be
1: countering almost everything. Right,
0: right, throwing you back in their faces. That's,
1: kinda That's kind for. of what I'm hoping for. <laughs> but, yeah. Once you Right. right. Really? So uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm going for. But um, uh, yeah, that and then um, the web swinging is really fun. But I I I almost feel like it's a little bit too easy. And again, not fair to compare to Batman, but I'm going to. Um, like I think just as far as like flying and zipping around a city, I think it's more fun in the Arkham games because you have to go through those stupid AR missions to get good at it. But then once you're good at it like it's so satisfying to like just jump from a building and like zoom between two other buildings and then under a bridge and then back up as batman be- it, because you have to practice that you're not just automatically good at it um and spider-man i just feel like it, you mean know, to hold r2 whatever the button is and you do all these amazing things and it, it kind of the novelty wears after, off after a little while um but then you go do a mission and then the mission's over and you're like, "All right, cool, I'll go swing some more." So it's it but it but it's not um
2: I kind of think I felt the same as you did at the beginning too. The web swinging I think is deceptively simple. It's it's a lot more vice versa. Deceptively complex. You can just sit there and swing R2 and mm-hmm. get through the game for the most part, but as you play more and you kind of pick up on a lot more the intricacies of kind of you actually do have a lot more control if you choose to do use it and you could be a lot more one you could just go a lot faster you could just like if you there's actually real pretty decent physics involved and stuff Mm -hmm. and but it's not something it really blatantly teaches you so you kind of have to like okay let me like how do I go faster? I just want to get, and you kind of start having to experiment a little bit and you start using a couple of different moves. And before you know it, you're like, Oh, this is way more in depth than I originally thought. And it makes it a lot more fun. So I almost never, I think there's a trophy where you have to fast travel like five times. If it wasn't for that trophy, I don't think I would have ever fast traveled just because it was so much fun. Especially when you get into the deep end of just like the swing to just go across the city and just like, Oh, man, launching off buildings and just nose diving to the street and then, peek, you know, swinging out of it at the last second. And I got a lot of the, those kind of elements where you feel like you're more in control than than I did at first. Exactly what you're saying, where you're just, mm-hmm. OK, hold R2 and, and it works and it looks cool. But you're right. It's not that fun at first.
1: Yeah, it, it, I think I mean, I'm not I'm, I may be sounding a little bit overly negative about it, but I um because it is fun and, and again it's it's the game is really addictive because it's just like hey it's it's sort of a i don't know for me it's sort of a checkout for a little while kind of game yeah, is how no, I, for I, felt, sure. I felt about it um which is you know it's fine also there's just the fact that i've never been super into spider-man as a comic and a character and, and whatnot so um you know it's it's not going to be as compelling for me as as the okay. batman games because
2: it's it's fun though to just kind of to discover a lot of these games, I think, are a good entry point to people who aren't as familiar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so it's like, oh, you you, you recognize some things mm-hmm. as most, you know, probably the oh, average yeah. gamer does. But there's enough there that you're like, oh, what's that? Oh, do I know what that is? And it kind of get, brings you into the world a little bit. Same with the Batman games. I mean, all the details and insider, inside baseball kind of stuff that made you want to go back and like, oh, that was a cool character. I, I should go pick up a comic book about that guy or something mm mm-hmm. like yeah, the Spider Man podcast. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. I still wouldn't mind doing one about it. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't I, mind I kind either.
2: Of... Obviously, when you finish, if and when you finish, plus there's a plenty of DLC for the next couple months coming out, so there's going to be stuff that we potentially can talk about. Even if we don't all play the DLC, we could still talk about the game. I think would be kind of oh cool. yeah,
1: absolutely. I would still like to. Um, but and I definitely am going to finish it because um, mm-hmm. once I get to a, a good level, I'm just going to probably you know just blast through the main story and that's the, um, the
2: easiest way to level up is just do the story missions you get a level almost every story mission anyway right so you'll probably get close to max level if not max level just by doing most of the story so,
1: mm-hmm. so. all right yeah but cool. you know overall i'm enjoying it I'm, I'm having a good time um i'm not like i wouldn't say that i'm disappointed i'm, I'm having a good time with it so i'm looking forward to going through that um nice. but yeah all right um let's change the subject though
2: Okay. Um, sorry, I don't mean to hijack you, but since we're yeah, talking about it. games, I started playing a game last night. Um, it's an indie game. You may have heard of it, but it's called Return of the Obra Dinn. Um, it's by the same maker, of, uh, what's his name, Lucas, Luke something, the same creator of Papers, Please. Did you guys ever play that or know? Or hear I about didn't play it.
1: I'm aware of it, but I didn't, I didn't play it. Well, Papers,
2: Please is an amazing game. I It's super cheap on Steam. I... Even if you only play it for an hour one night, it's it's worth it. As I think it's one of the most important games of like the last decade. Mm-hmm. Don't sorry, maybe I'm setting expectations too high, but I just think it's a brilliant game. It's really good. Anyways, um, so this is the next game we did, <clears throat> and uh, so far I'm loving it. It's it's a really unique game. It's um, the premise is that you're it's like Imperial Britain during the 1800s, and there's a ship that was you know some trade vessel comes back to port in London with all of its crew dead, all 60 members dead, and you're an investigator trying to find out what happened. And so you're the game is you are going and you have to find out how each person died, who they were, and who killed them. And it's like this gigantic logic puzzle on this giant pirate ship, well, you know, not pirate, but you know, British, you know, trade vessel, and and so you're, like, trying to piece up, like okay, this is the first mate, and he died from a gunshot, but this guy didn't have a gun, so he couldn't have killed him. But he had a, you know, what? so you're, like, piecing, like, do you know those, like, old, like, in those little brain teaser books of, like, those grids where, like, you would kind of do little logic puzzles? Do you know what I'm talking about? Does that mm-hmm. sound familiar? It's yeah. kind of like that. But then mixed with, like, a little bit of, like, Her Story, which is another one of my favorite games of all time, um, where you're kind of solving the the puzzle, but also putting together the narrative in your own terms a little bit and kind of discovering it. Um, and it's a really unique graphic style. It's all monochrome. With I'm, look- I'm looking
1: at it right now, actually. I just yeah. Googled it, and, yeah, this looks amazing.
2: It's, yeah, it's all, like, done in, like, old Macintosh, or you could change it, or, like, Commodore, or, like, old monochrome graphics, but it's first-person in 3D, so, you know, it's really fluid, and but it's just really unique. I highly recommend it. It just came out this week, and I just started playing it, and it's really addictive, and especially if you like puzzle games and just kind of, like, mystery things where you're trying, you are like, unraveling things. It's It's really, really fun. Anyways, that cool.
1: aside. Cool, cool.
2: What else were, did you watch or anything else, Matt, before? before uh we I went
1: to go see Avenue Q. Oh, I've always yeah. wanted to see that. Was is oh, that as good as you, it It well, I I'd seen it before. I saw it um I saw it uh back in I want to say 2007 or 8 um when the it was relatively new at the time and um the big the big Broadway touring show came to town. I saw it in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um but there's been a lot of uh There's been a lot of productions of that show happening in in recent years, Um, and uh, it's been really popular with smaller playhouses, Um, and I think it actually, that's one of the, I saw it, um, I saw it in another theater down in San Diego, in Ocean Beach, it was a very small playhouse, Um, audience maybe only fit, like, I don't know, 100, 200, somewhere in that range, very small, Um, but I actually think it works better in that setting, Um, and I think part of the reason why a lot of theaters are doing it is because of the you, you know, the puppets are very, um, I, I'm sure the cop- the images of the puppets are copyrighted, but, um, yeah. there's a lot more of them that are floating around now. So if you're a theater and you want to get the rights to Evan and Q and put that show on, it's easier to obtain the, oh. the, the stuff that you need to do the show because you can't just like make your own puppet, yeah, <laughs> <and yeah. laughs> some bootleg looking, it'd be like, you know, it'd be like, cause it's the whole idea is it's like naughty Sesame street, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. um, and it, uh, you couldn't just, like, make a bootleg like Oscar the Crouch if you were doing Sesame Street. It'd have to look like it. So now that there's a lot more of those floating around, it's easier for small theaters to do. Yeah, but it's, uh, it, was, it was a good production. Uh, Sean, I actually, this is uh, kind of random, but um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, last year I went to go see a production of Legally Blonde the Musical in Hollywood. At mm-hmm. a at a black box theater, uh, Cupcake Studios. I think I was telling you about it last time I was up in LA. Yeah, hey, I, I think I remember you telling me about it. Um, I I don't know why, but the other day I just randomly went to their website to see what they were up to, and they're doing Avenue Q uh, really soon. So oh, really, I yeah. To look into it. Cupcake so Studios. Yeah, if you're interested in seeing that show, um, their production of Legally Blonde was fantastic. It was maybe my favorite production of the show I'd seen, and I've seen the Broadway touring show of that uh, version of that show um so they're a good solid production company and mm. that theater is about the same size that i saw um avenue q in san diego so i feel like that would be a good opportunity to check it out if you're if you're interested
2: sweet i'll check it out
1: you should I'll don't, check for, don't forget and... excellent um I'm trying to think of what else i've been up to since really uh i haven't really seen any other movies Venom's the first movie i saw in forever uh Told you a while I was going through King of the Hill. I'm still going through King of the Hill. There's so many seasons, but um, that's an excellent show. I, I know I'm late to the party on that one, like a lot of things, but that's an excellent show. Uh, that's all, that's pretty much all I got, too. <laughs> all right.
2: Uh, well, as the listeners have recently already heard what Chris and I have been up to. Oh, sorry, add to it. Uh, I've also been watching, I, I only remember this because
0: so came out today and they watched it, that Tyson show on DC Universe, which I showed you like the first yeah. episode, and I think mean, it's alright, the, the second one, the second episode was still super violent, and it works, it works sometimes, it doesn't work sometimes.
2: As an angsty teen, I love violence, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, except they're not keen, which is probably why they know not isn't the girl, isn't Raven a, a teen? She's a teen, but uh, I think Grace is not a teen. He's like, I
0: think he's 20. There.
2: He's a seasoned detective even though he looks like he's 12 years old. Oh.
0: <laughs> That's just not the actor's look. I know.
2: <laughs> he looks like a child.
0: Uh, Starfire looks like he's not a teen. Uh, maybe Beast Boy might be a teen. Also, uh,
2: this episode has talking
0: Dove, which I I people don't know who they are,
2: but they're they... birds. I know those birds. I've seen those birds before. But,
0: uh, yeah. I, it's interesting so far. I'll stick with it and see where it
2: goes. Yeah. Cool. I just wanted to put that out there also watching that. Alright, cool. cool. Well th- lots of stuff has happened in the one day since our last episode, so uh, but, uh
0: Hill House and- Man, there's
2: a lot to talk about. We, we won't get into it. We've already went over it too much, and we may do an episode on it, but but that's a good show. Anyways, uh, but let's get to the Venoms. Let's get to Brock hey. Sampson, Brock S- Turner, Eddie Brock. Um, Venom, we're going to talk about spoilers, you know, all that jazz. Um, this is not based on a true story, so you can't look it up historically to see what actually happened. Unfortunately... well with the symbiote it does kind of they he could have picked up the symbiote from the moon neil armstrong could have um anyways uh venom yeah so still number one in the box office after like three weeks so i guess that says something i think it's
1: starting through week three right now okay
2: i don't know what it's saying um but my expectations were really low going into this and i can't say that it was a good movie but i wasn't wholly disappointed
1: that's uh, kind of the internet consensus it's i mean i'm looking at it right now 30% critics 88% audience
2: really 88 for, well i don't know about that that's, i also think 30% is too low though
1: that, well yeah i kind of feel like both of those numbers are inflated in the wrong direction yes
2: exactly
1: <laughs> but
2: uh if you take the average of those i think that's where i'm i sit kind of let's take what is
1: the average of those
2: like 47 or something? I don't know. Or 50? Maybe 50
1: something? I'm, uh, I'm a teacher. I should know. It's 59.
2: <laughs> that's the
1: past. All your students f- now can f- respect you. 59. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, okay. that That's, I guess, pretty close to how I feel. Yeah, honestly, I thought the first half of the film was actually pretty good. It was pretty solid. The first half of the film was a solid, like, superhero, adventure-ish, you know, film. Mm-hmm. And then I felt the second half of the film was like my—that's where it kind of hit my expectations of being just really dumb and mm-hmm. it kind of fell apart. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh,
1: yeah. I look. Um, I, 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 I wanted it to be dumber or <laughs> or not as dumb. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you, you know, like yeah. No, I've, I, I've... I, there's it's the movie's tonally is a little at war with itself. Um, and I think. My biggest gripe with it is there were just stretches in the movie where I was I was kind of bored, like I I kind of checked out. Yeah. But then um on the, on the on the flip side um a a ranting raving r- like lunatic Tom Hardy jumped into a lobster tank <laughs> yeah. and started eating exactly. live lobsters, <laughs> And that was possibly the best scene in movie history for the film. <laughs> I mean like I'm like yeah. I, I'm like in this I'm, like, by myself in the corner of this, like, movie theater, just, like, laughing like an idiot. And, like, no one else in the theater is. I don't know, but, like, maybe I've just been so starved for comedies. Like, there hasn't been a good comedy in theaters in a really long time, I feel like. But that was just... Oh, my gosh. So beautiful. (laughs) And there was, like, a lot of goofy stuff like that that I really enjoyed. And, yeah, I don't know. I can't, (laughs) like... I can't, I, I, I can't, I couldn't bring myself to dislike it. I, <laughs> you yeah. know, like I, again, I, I, what you said, it's not, I'm not I'm not sure if I'm going to say it's a good movie, but I don't really have too many, like, like direct, like criticisms of it. It was fine. I had a good time.
2: Yeah. I, and I, I guess that maybe par- partially because, you know, August, September and kind of leaving, leading into it has been pretty slim pickings. So yeah. there's not really much else up against it, but, you know, partially. It's it's that like you're saying, it has those moments and it's entertaining enough that even kind of the word of mouth that this is where we're not actually really wholeheartedly endorsing it, is enough to get people like, Hey, I'm gonna see it. What else? Yeah,
1: I mean I I get yeah, my expectations were like in the ground yeah. going into this movie and I came real close to just going to watch the Lady Gaga movie instead. <laughs> and and I was like, Ah, well, yeah, okay. I'll just I'll see this one. So that we can do the podcast, I'll just do it. And I'll watch it. I'll get it out of the way because I didn't think I didn't think seeing the Lady Gaga movie or it was was an option for the podcast until you guys brought it up. So if I'd have known that, I probably would have just gone to see it, but because I still haven't seen it yet. But I'm like, all right, Venom. Why not? Why the heck not? Whatever. I think I think there's a part of me that like didn't want it to succeed because of the whole Sony all that yeah jazz and the whole idea of it like being a solo movie and just like the whole state of like you got like you got you got marvel doing their cinematic universe and then you got like and it's like here's a here's the the gold standard for how like you want these comics to be handled now and it and and then you see like sony and and dc stumbling and you're like no come on just like pull it together (laughs) 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 you know (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: but it's so weird I
2: don't
1: <laughs> right but I mean that's the thing is that the, Mar- the Spider-Man universe is fractured now because there's no yeah. like this is not part of it and it's like so but they're just gonna they have all these solo movies in production if you go look at the production slate they have like Craven the Hunter movie on, on the slate and the uh, uh, I can't remember her name but the one is who's basically ca- Catwoman yeah um, and then Silver something uh, the other the other black cat who's silver wait um, sony still has a uh, solo films for all those <laughs> those are all in development at the moment <laughs> but but these are all movies but exactly and then well, yeah, yeah these are all movies that are all like born out of the spider-man universe and and i'm just like no i want the spider-man universe to be yeah. a like, cohesive thing just... and and uh a, a, but it won't be guess but
0: the Batman- Movies, right? Yeah. Like, to me, it's like that is like a declaration, it's like, "Hey, we're going to continue doing our thing over here, but Marvel can have the same thing." Have
1: to do stuff. But they can't, yeah, though, because they still have to. Marvel still has to get the blessing of Sony for anything. So, like, they couldn't fold in Venom if they if they wanted to, unless Sony was okay with it. Now they got their own Venom. They couldn't bring in Black Cat or Silver Table or any. Like, it Sony's got control over all that stuff. So. It, they're they're the ones who get to decide how their cinematic Spider-Man universe is represented and it's just weird I don't have a better word for it, it's just all yeah, really I, weird
2: I think weird is the best way to put it uh, well before we, sorry Chris what just what did you think? just sorry, yeah, know, broad, stroke, like collectively how did you feel about it? well,
0: let me start with this. I mean
2: Venom <laughs> okay, the character of Venom? As a- Okay.
0: I, I love Venom as a villain. And
2: yeah. It's,
0: it's all art, you know, with Spider Man, which we kind of got to see in Spider Man, because also kind of dump all over it. Like, that that been in my life. I think Venom is an awesome villain and counterpart mm-hmm. to Spider Man, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not designed to be bad.
1: Uh, right yeah, yeah. And, and that's kind of like right if you're watching
0: this movie like, right? you're this movie, like oh I right, you're on the ship um, you're gonna your brains if you let me keep using your body I'll, you won't die but you're taking over the world right put me on the rocket blah 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 and then halfway through the movies it's just, like for no reason whatsoever he's like nah, like
1: Mm-hmm. and, and yeah. i think i think that's kind of where i feel too and that that's a result of the bigger thing that i was saying is that disconnected from its origins its real origins it feels weird yeah it, it feels strange like you could do the anti-hero thing after he's established this like
0: he does okay. but i
2: think collectively like every, the common perception of venom is in this in the the scope, or in the realm of Spider-Man, like everyone associates Venom with
1: Spider-Man, right? Right, especially because a lot of the Spider-Man villains are just like copy-paste another one. Yeah, with here's a an animal a,
2: Let's make that animal a villain. And like, Venom's have... like the oh, this is an actual threat. This guy seems interesting, and it's so tied to Spider-Man and then to right. just like take that on its own it you're right, it just feels weird and i agree about the whole anti-hero thing like i i think the biggest accomplishment but you know i guess ironically the biggest accomplishment of the film is that i felt like they were able to somehow pull the, like that was i think why i had such low expectations is that i didn't think that venom work, would work as a character on his own without like a foil of a hero character like you can't have a villain be your hero without an actual hero first established. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. But they were able to do it somewhat. That's what were saying,
0: right? Where it's like that humor kind of comes in because he doesn't have that foil. So here's this guy, this anti hero now that we're kind of following around, like that I guess that's kind of what makes that final scene
2: humor Well I think it's yeah. Well it's because I think they They changed the character, I think. Uh, They took artistic license, which I think was the correct thing to do, because they made Eddie Brock a much more likable hero character before the symbiote attaches to him, right? Like, in the normal Spider-Man canon, Eddie Brock's much more of a jerk. He's not some guy fighting to take down power structures. He's out for himself. You know what I mean? Like, but in Mm -hmm. the film... It's he's much more of an empathetic character. He's still a bit of a jerk and an egotist, but it's all towards an end of like bringing down, you know, evilness and like justice and what's right and wrong. And so it's like, okay, yeah, he's a good guy, right? Like he's a jerk and he does stupid things, but he's still ultimately trying to do the right thing, even if it's not the right way. So that's why I think in those ways, they made smart changes because I think if they played him more as the traditional Eddie Brock of just a a jerk, Right, it, that that the movie would not work. Yeah, because there, a, because then the symbiote can be the bad, like you don't know, like. It, right, they, they made a the the villain, the villain still because it's venom, but Eddie Brock is the hero instead. I don't know. I guess that's obvious, but I, I guess coming into the film, it wasn't obvious. Like that's not what I was picturing to happen. So, anyway, yeah, I feel
1: that. Yeah. i think uh, i think when i was when i was reflecting on it i was reminded of the of our uh, of our uh know, but han solo conversation yeah. where i think ryan was saying like we can't hold it against the movie for existing (laughs) right so like and that's the thing is that like really when i going into this movie with all this negativity i i came in it it all had to do with the studio and the cinematic universes not all of it but a lot of it had to do with that stuff and i just i felt so cynical about it going in and then i'm going okay just try to divorce it of all that what i think of the movie yeah it's pretty good i had a good time i guess
2: yeah i agree that's and that's what I mean by this kind of what I meant with like the biggest accomplishment of the film was I think it was able to actually kind of stand alone if you're able to kind of sever from all the baggage just you know.
1: Yeah the baggage it. exactly mm-hmm. of which there's quite a bit. Yes. <clears throat> um.
2: Anyways so getting into this kind of some of the plot stuff. Like I said, the first half to me, I thought was pretty fairly solid. Like as far as comic book, you know, whatever, sci-fi junk, not all of it has to make, you know, some sort of perfect sense. But then the second half, I felt like it just completely crumbled in terms of just like motivations of characters. Like it stopped making any sense in terms of why people were doing things and what they were trying to do. And, I, <clears throat> and that's what I mean where I kind of thought it kind of fell apart uh i don't know do you get like specifically i guess the the villain you mentioned also just venom himself all of a sudden i like this planet. i'm gonna save it like that was just like really just silly but but also like the villain like i didn't quite understand what was happening and why and why (laughs) (laughs) the most basic basic
0: yeah the whole point is they come to the planet to take it over (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and they i don't know and they built up like that character like because the whole prologue is that thing infecting the whatever the Thai, thailand thai people or and then the, then
1: the little girl at the airport and yeah, all that. yeah like they built
2: all that like they didn't need any of that
1: like that was a lot of build up for nothing
2: exactly and then it's just like oh the um what's his name Eddie or I forgot his name, the actor's name, but the bad guy, Mark Zuckerberg character. Just like, oh, I guess I'm him now
1: and did it. Um, Carlton Carlton um, Drake played by Reese Ahmad. That's it. Reeze Ahmad. Ahmed. Yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at the IMDB. <laughs> oh yeah, also Jenny Slate was in this movie. That was crazy. That was really
2: crazy? And then she's just
1: dead. <laughs> I've never I can I cannot recall seeing her in a movie where it wasn't just an outright like comedic goofy yeah. role. Um, and I, I kept waiting for her to like say something funny <laughs> i was
2: <laughs> i was kind of surprised they killed her off too because they i thought she was enough. gonna be
1: the plucky like
2: scientist kind of sidekick like helping yeah. him went, like no oh, she hasn't know. said anything funny yet
1: <laughs>
2: deleted scenes
1: uh, where, all this stuff where you know uh tom hardy said that like his favorite 40 minutes of the movie were deleted oh yeah uh, i remember reading that I, it's just Jenny Slate saying funny things maybe <laughs> that's the whole <laughs> well, uh, I also think maybe it was the second act of the movie as long as we're uh, as long I as am. we're talking about the structure of the movie um, I, you said you liked the first half a lot I kind of thought it took a while to get going I wanted Venom stuff to happen sooner and then once Venom stuff yeah, started happening I felt like we were already at the climax and I went what? Why? Are we, what? we're climbing, climbing a rocket and this is all happening <laughs> or, like I really liked the, like, all the stuff I really liked was the Eddie-Brock-Venom relationship, trying to figure out how to exist in the same body, and all the crazy antics, and, uh, oh, I mentioned the lobster take already, but, mmm, the tater tots, that was, (laughs) yes, stuff like that, like, just all the, like, and, like, just seeing them, like, there's Eddie just sort of, like, coming to terms with all right i guess this is what life is now and that all that stuff that's yeah all that
2: stuff was great but not only just because it was funny but i also liked it because it felt like real like eddie brock didn't like because the cliche is like oh eddie brock bits infused and at first he might be confused and he's like Oh my gosh, I have so much power now. Like that's what right. happened in Spider Man three. That's what always happens in all of, it's what happened with the villain in this movie. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen with and that's why it was like, oh, this is actually kind of surprising. Like it's better than right. I I was expect. It, he constantly is just like, no, this is awful. Get this thing out of me. Or like, what is I, I don't know how to do. I'm not gonna like pretend like I know what I'm doing. Like you know, like right. he's scared the whole time, he's confused, he's sick. He's just like like that seems like an actual reaction to what should be happening to someone. Yeah, uh, as opposed to when the villain or everyone else They're just like yeah
1: And I'm then that's the thing is that he goes through all that I mean you know it's all self inflicted but he goes through all yeah. that Trauma at the beginning of the movie And then now it's like well, Of course this is a thing that would be happening to me Like his whole <laughs> yeah, His whole <laughs> attitude towards it just totally just like Yeah alright well <laughs> okay That's Like he's <laughs> like you trying to right Yeah Okay
0: here, right? like, Mr. Adon,
2: no. mm, yeah i right. like that too like even then they're still trying to he's trying to get away from it, um, really that. I'm really, I'm it yeah <laughs> well
1: michelle williams venom listen the movie venom was a a romantic comedy about a love triangle between michelle williams eddie brock and venom because it wasn't michelle williams and eddie brock who made out it was absolutely yes. eddie brock and venom who made out in the forest and that <laughs> tugged at my heartstrings if i have got to say
2: it was <clears throat> um also i felt kind of bad for her actual boyfriend i guess he seemed like a cool guy
1: well that, i guess not that was a take i, I was reading on somewhere but about how it was kind of refreshing that he just wasn't an outright jerk, because a lot of times the tropes, especially in romantic comedies, but yeah. in most movies, like, oh, okay, you, you lost your girlfriend, and now she's got a new guy, and he's just, like, the worst. And I, I, I get, like, I'm so tired of that, because, like, why would, like, you like, what? She, she, she no, she stays with like, you, right. It implies
2: heavily that they, she's going back with Eddie.
1: Maybe. I mean, it leaves the door open, but but I like that he's just genuinely a nice guy, and he's like, I'm, yeah. I'm a doctor, so I'm gonna try to help you, and because you don't look good, dude, and you gotta figure <laughs> yeah. this out, and that is more along the lines of what I would expect, and not just like I'm a one-dimensional, yeah. stereotypical replacement boyfriend character. Like I was just so ready to to hate that aspect of the movie until they didn't go down that road. So that was good. Good job, movie.
0: <laughs> Man, if I was Venom, I, I would be like, man, screw this. Spirit. I want the same. something. <laughs> Dad, how many times did they think that? <laughs> Sonic sounds weird. I think somebody, like, maybe you're like Venom, would be like, all right, you
2: know
0: what? Fine, screw you guys. Right, like? Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I guess he <laughs> still gets to eat people. Is that what, does Venom eat people? Is that a thing in the, I guess? I mean, he always
0: wanted to eat Spider-Man's brain, like that yeah one, right it was but no i don't think he
2: just like i wasn't like I, i'm not super familiar with the comics but i didn't i don't remember that ever from anything i had ever read or seen so it was like oh i is that a thing that venom does
1: <laughs> i uh, did a little bit of research and apparently yeah that is a thing that he used to do until they until the late 90s he's an I hero now they made it so that um chocolate states his uh no that's this is real this is actually real um like in twilight when like how like vampires can drink animal blood instead of human blood and it's like Uh not quite as satisfying but it keeps them alive yeah that was venom's thing is chocolate that's the thing they came up with when they decided he has to be not the villain
2: oh man i actually love that that's hilarious
1: So Venom Two happens. I I want yeah, hilarious Eddie Brock shoving chocolate. <laughs> chocolate chocolate syrup running I down can't his face
2: because it, it makes me fat. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, well, okay, I guess learn a little bit. He does eat people. Yeah, I think that's right.
0: It, fighting, just like all together, right?
2: it oh, yeah, I bet they probably took a lot of just like similar, um, you know, iconic frames or, you know, whatever panels from comics and stuff like that. And kind of inspire the framing of the shots and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean,
1: yeah, I, don't, I don't know. More to talk about I mean, the movie made me real. Hungry. It did have a lot of it good a, food in it made that me movie. Real hungry. Um, yeah, I don't know. What else is there? What What, what do you, you got, Sean? I was just going to say,
2: what do you guys think about the the enter the Spider Verse? teaser
1: thing, whatever that was. It was a, it was a bit long, because I, I had to go to the bathroom. Oh, I
2: didn't watch it. I thought, I fun. What? You didn't stay after the credits? No, I watched the... We
0: just, oh, we just talked about the uh No. Oh. Um, no, I left after the... The, the, the stinger, the, the credit singer I, I, uh...
1: I mean, it didn't really. Well, it wasn't really spoil anything. I, I mean, it's a thing that happens that you would assume is going to happen, just by very nature of it being a movie with a story. But, um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but it, I, I wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was just cool seeing the just the style of it and just. Yeah, no, it's just, cool. I guess what gonna, I, I guess what I mean is like the format
2: of it. Like it wasn't like a little tag. It had nothing to do with this movie. It was just a straight up commercial for another movie it just felt something like it was very something that harkens back a little bit to a couple you know i guess what maybe used to be a little i don't know if it was more common but it just feels like it's something that doesn't happen anymore like yeah. when's the last time you've seen a trailer for another movie
1: i can name the last after few. I a remember. movie uh, they had the trailer for x-men days of future past after fantastic four the bad the really bad one because yeah. at the time the studio still thought they were going to merge The Fantastic Four Uh, and X Men universes, and then the movie came out and nobody liked it, and they went, oh no. But, like, (laughs) I remember watching the credits to Fantastic Four and it cut to static, and then it cut to, like, a scene from X Men Days of Future Hmm. Past, and then afterwards it just cuts back to the trailer or the credits. Also, I recall in a better example of this, uh, after Captain America, the first Captain America, they showed the Avengers trailer. Um, oh yeah that's right well ever, they, it
2: kind of that one was weird where it kind of like tied it in it almost made it look like it was a post-credit scene and looked like it, it was going it into be. a trailer
1: they cut to a trailer yeah um but by that point that was the last like they had done the other five yeah phase one movies and that was the last one that was going to come out before avengers and there was a lot of hype behind avengers so like that was cool you know yeah by then, people knew, okay, hey, you're an idiot if you don't stay after the credits for a Marvel yeah, movie. Yeah, so, yeah. like, it was kind of a little cherry on top for the whole, you know, sticking sticking through the ride there. So that was a good example of that. And then Fox tried to do that, and it was no, no good. <laughs> no good.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought of, I guess it's not that long. It's only been a couple of years, but it's just something that I, is always kind of peculiar when it's done. I mm-hmm. find.
1: Yeah, I thought you it was know, cool, and i you know, I. I uh, into the Spider Verse was a movie I I don't know, kind of on the fence about. Like I probably would have seen it if I knew we were going to talk about it, but I kind of like it's also a movie I kind of felt like uh, if I miss this I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Um, but I I you know proper marketing I I liked what I saw, so I probably am a little bit more inclined to go watch it now. <clears throat> yeah,
2: I think I mean I'll I'll probably see it regardless if we do an episode or not. Just it, it's an interesting enough looks interesting enough and Mm -hmm. that what did that was a good the stuff that they showed was good i mean yeah Yeah, absolutely i agree uh cool well
1: oh yeah (laughs) when i get out of here there's gonna be carnage
2: I mean, I, I guess I, I, they I have hated to. That. I hated it. I I thought it was stupid, but I guess <laughs> they have to. Like, I don't know. Like, dude because I guess I I always thought Carnage as a character was also really dumb anyway because it just felt like Venom to me. Like, oh wait, we made Venom good. Ah, oh, shoot. Well, now we gotta make another Venom. Well, <laughs> Carnage. Let's call him Carnage. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was Carnage being out of. Then, uh, with. A I guess, but I, I'm just saying, like, just from a character, you know, archetype structure, they're the same character to begin with.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah I mean, but that's what Venom was, to, like, that's what Venom was supposed to be, but then, like, but this one's really, it just harkens, like, it's super... Yeah, I guess that's, yeah, exactly
1: but it's woody harrelson woody harrelson may as well have just looked right in the camera when he said there's <laughs> gonna be carnage <laughs> and, the, and and then, then stared at the camera s- for a full five seconds in silence before it like, everybody thinks it being
0: like that kind of darkness but yeah like
1: Oh, how about how about his hair? Ooh, how how about <laughs> his, that hair? That was his... <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> He's I, and mean, I mean that it
2: was actually a teaser teaser for the new Joker standalone film, the fourth of the s- single Joker. yeah uh,
1: Simpsons two sideshow Bob spinoff. <laughs> yeah. When I say it was amazing, I mean that in the worst possible way. By the way, that hair was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm with Sean though because they, they give us this they give us this this teaser like okay we're gonna do carnage in the next one but like yeah okay but so what how is he any different than the the bad the bad venom goo man from this movie like what i'm yeah okay i agree with you you? then
2: (laughs) no agree with me
1: (laughs) (laughs) you have to note those instances (laughs) chris you're on you're on top of some mountain usually that you've spent the entire episode climbing up and we're just all dying going uh, what's he doing up there? Dying, any, anyone gonna go try to get him down? No, not me. I'm... <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna climb up there and get you down from there, Chris. You're on your own.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I i don't know. We'll see. I guess I guess it did well enough that it's gonna be like any from a studio perspective. They are gonna go. Yeah, okay, cool. This is a thing. There's now a Ven- Venom C-U. A VCU.
1: I know, yeah, but again, I think I think they are like they, they they released the first Deadpool movie in a really slow time of the year, and it made a bunch of money, and so they're like, great, cool, we can compete with the big boys, and they moved it up closer to to the the busy time of year, and it did fine. Um, but I think this movie, I think a sequel is not going to survive if they try to do the same thing with this. I think it, like if the movie, if the sequel is as good as this movie, I don't think it will. It'll survive competition. I think, honestly, I think the lack of competition is really helping this movie a lot. Oh yeah, I, I agree. I, mean, I think it's a big part of it. Like, how does
0: this movie
2: feel like you even
1: know that? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Do we? Who? Who cares? Do even it doesn't yourself, matter,
2: Chris. Who's to say? No, I don't. I don't know. I like. I, I like Tom Hardy and Eddie Brock. I know Eddie, <laughs> that's in this universe, but I don't know Guy. Who's the voice of him, by the way? Alfred. Oh, was he did the voice of of himself? They didn't dub a different guy to do Tom Hardy's voice in the movie. Oh, but he's a good actor. I knew it. Did his own <laughs> voice work? Like it was
1: Ryan Reynolds doing Deadpool. <laughs> That's, good. Right. That's pretty true. That's pretty good. <laughs>
2: Yeah. pretty good yeah
1: i don't know it's just weird like this was not a movie that i was expecting to be enjoyable or to be financially successful or to be in a position to get a sequel and now that all that's true i'm just kind of like all right well yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's
2: kind of yeah, exactly kind of like
1: it wasn't per- it, it, it wasn't-
2: the thing is that like if this any other decade i feel not any other decade but prior to the constant in, you know infinite burning dumpster fire that is cinema nowadays and I, that has a negative connotation but <laughs> um, just slightly just slightly but i mean in terms of everything having to have sequels and nothing is original if this movie came out like in the 90s or whatever do you think it, like it could be a standalone it would be fine like yeah yeah, well, yeah there is a good old standalone film would you say that this is as good as maybe Blade one I wouldn't say it's as good it, as, but it, it have similar feelings. Like maybe is Blade, three. <laughs> yeah, I, I although combine. Blade's not a good example because it has two sequels. Oh, I guess my whole theory falls apart. Yeah. But
1: yeah I don't know. like Blade if it three. was a st- like if it was a
2: standalone film in a couple years ago oh yeah that was a good movie during the whole superhero craze it was just this one little off it was good and now in a couple years we're gonna look back and like all right here's another there's the silver sable movie for some reason that we gotta have now like that's that's it's nothing could be its own candle it
1: has to be a burning dumpster fire inevitably yeah but you throw the candle into the dumpster then Started. So that <laughs> this is where we are right now. Yes. I've
0: been reading in a couple different places <laughs> online like it feels like Marvel started jumping the shark itself, right? Like I was reading an article about how I mean, yeah. I mean, I I
1: mean, we talked length about it. Not so much about the like, it's more just like, how are they going to handle it? That's that's where my stakes are. And then I feel like it's kind of not pointless, but it's just like I'm not going to make any judgments like that to that extreme about the future of the MCU until I know what they're how they're yeah. going to resolve this. So until then, I, I don't. Yeah. I feel like that article that I haven't read is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I agree. I think after the next
2: um, Avengers film, then I can kind of judge what you're talking about in terms of the stakes and how serious quote unquote they take it or not, because right now
1: i i i think they take it seriously like yeah oh. i don't know chris i'm not there in the offices when they make this they make <laughs> i mean these i'm decisions. not sure how what what
2: what you mean by like serious they're it's like
0: I mean, it's not a major surprise but it's just like right like there's that big scene where spider-man is turning to the smoke monster and makes <laughs> his <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's why I say we talked about that before. I think that's a more a, a circumstance of marketing and in, in the like. I agree, there is a weirdness there, and we've talked about it. But I don't think it's a reflection of how serious they're taking the film or the stakes. And you're right. I think though, mostly it depends on how Avengers Four does, like how they resolve this. I think there's ways for them to potentially cleverly make sure the stakes are important and they don't like undercut them and they don't go back and we lose credibility while still prolonging the the universe like i mean obviously that's their goal let's see how we'll see how successful they are with it yeah anyways
1: anyways point is shut up chris (laughs) go die on that mountain (laughs) we're not coming we're not getting you down (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. they got they it's got four back. joker movies and they got a lobo movie and they got a <laughs> suicide squad 2
1: don't worry about it chris none of them are going to come out <laughs> don't worry don't don't lose any sleep over it i mean this don't is like a... what is there going to be a different Batman for each one of those Joker movies? I think at least one of them won't. At least a few of them or, won't have Batman. Which is so stupid. Like, how do you have Joker without Batman? Like, how do you have even... Venom without Spider-Man? <laughs>
2: uh, it's like these marketers and, like, like, CEO executives are just, like, inbred, like, meat piles. Like, something out of Blade. You know that weird creature <laughs> in Blade? Sorry, wh- I'm sorry, What? <laughs> they're just like this weird mass of just like like nothing of just the cultural trash that we all just put up into the zeitgeist and they're just feeding off of it and like anything that has like some like that's a thing people recognize make a movie green light like six billion dollars later it's a cinematic universe (laughs) like it then no one can stop them they suck (laughs) blood and live forever That being said, uh-huh. <laughs> the, the I I'm hopeful for Aquaman. I am hopeful. Yeah. I mean obviously Wonder Woman 1984, uh Yeah. But even that that one that one's actually interesting though too, because Chris Pine's in it, right? Yeah. He died. <laughs> during the uh, uh, Star Trek 4. <laughs> Beyond 2. Oh,
1: Romy and Michelle's high school. Oh yeah,
2: Wrinkle in Time, that movie sucked.
1: <laughs> Speculation about Chris Pine's character is because, you know, Greek gods are a thing. Like She could just be like, yo, Hades, send him back up here, I'll do something, or whatever. And then he comes back and he's like, oh oh god, I hate this. I want... <laughs> i want to go back
2: to being dead (laughs) and then at the end of the movie she die. he dies again (laughs) he's gonna have to Uh, yeah i guess
1: maybe he has a twin brother yeah i'm down (laughs) whatever it's fine that's what dc you it's a mess who cares do whatever you want as long as it's a good movie if i like it i don't care anymore do
2: whatever you want big writhing pile of flesh ceo head of dc <laughs> yep. all right all right uh well i think that wraps up our thoughts on venom as we have about that tend- gently ended up talking about not venom for it's, a large I mean, portion this of is this.
1: all it's all everything and it's all nothing
2: there's nothing right, look every, every everything... episode of our podcast is about everything else because everything is everything else there's nothing anymore <laughs>
1: That's because it's a big, it's a big machine. It's a big assembly line machine, whatever. It's like, it's like, like it's like all those flavors of, uh, of Triscuits.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're right. They all just blend together. (laughs) They're all just nothing. You know, actually, maybe, maybe we're being too, uh, or me, I I am, but we are being too elitist and condescending. Like, think about, like Shakespeare kind of had. Like some of his plays exist in the same universe. Yeah, right? you're right.
1: They do. Yeah. So it's kind and of And the they same. keep remaking that over and over again. They, I mean, yeah, you're right.
2: So it's been going for on for centuries. Like I, his histories obviously do because they're all historically. But even like some of his comedies, there's characters like Falstaff takes he is in multiple of the comedies and other things like that. And even like uh, Homer's Odyssey takes place in the same as Iliad. Mm-hmm. Man, they it's all part of the human condition. All exist in the same cinematic universe. (laughs) Going back to the
1: classics. (laughs) I think you can not talk about it. (laughs) Well, some other podcaster
2: is going to have to prove that (laughs) because we haven't done it here. All right. Uh, All right. Well, um, with that being said, I think that wraps it up for this episode, but, um, if you guys have, uh, any thoughts on Venom or the state of our collective, <laughs>
1: the, the human <laughs> film, condition,
2: yes, please write in and tell us or leave some comments. Um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening next week or hopefully soon. We'll have some Halloween themed episodes for you in the next couple of weeks. Some spooky stuff. Spoopy. Um, But uh, until then, thanks for staying after the credits. Say bye, Chris. Bye, Chris.